Well, hello everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Full Pelt Music Podcast. Shortly, we'll be chatting with Do Furiouses, who will be releasing their third album, Songs from Planet Earth, on November the 11th. But before then, the usual reminders from myself. If you would, please do follow us on social media. We are on Facebook at Full Pelt, and on Twitter and Instagram at Full Pelt Music. And if you would, please do hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, wherever you're watching or listening. Well, um, welcome to Roz and Vaz, who together are Do Furiouses, to the Full Pump Music Podcast. Absolutely delighted to have you on. How are you? We're very good. We're very well, thank you. We're just uh, back from rehearsing. Yeah. Just yeah. having, having a, a lager and having a wee, out there. Having a wee lager. <laughs> oh, delightful. I'm sadly just on the water myself. But um, <laughs> of course, you obviously have a lot to rehearse for. You have a lot coming up. Um, and we'll get into the meatier aspects of your new third album that's coming out in just a moment. Um, but, you know, recently you've been out on the road with Bricksmith, um, both as a support act and playing in, in the band. Yeah, what was that experience like for you? It was great. We, it was brilliant. I mean, it was another level for us uh, seeing the other side of the music industry, um, you know, <laughs> supporting Peel and Killing Joke. Um, it was just amazing. It was like... Um, it's just fantastic playing to big audiences every night in in those kind of uh, historic venues yeah. as, as well it was brilliant and also the just the having a nice van yeah. side of things <laughs> yeah. and, and nice uh, hotels hotel and, our and tour, crew a tour manager and um and obviously the whole gang um bricks and deb googe and jen and they're they're fantastic yeah. so it's a really nice group to be working with yeah and having yeah. fun with and just kind of enjoying it and we hadn't done that much we'd done a couple of things with frank turner that were quite big so we hadn't like done nothing <laughs> that was big we'd been through the kind of like really scary thing the first time we played the roundhouse yeah so we, we knew we wouldn't like freak because i could have maybe freaked at that point yeah. <laughs> you would you know we'd get through it and deb was a bit like have you played a, a big venue before Ross. I remember <laughs> just before we played the Hammersmith Apollo show, she was like, I said, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally, you know, I'm all over it, no worries. And then you walk out, you're like, whoa. <laughs> this is scary. But uh, a great experience. And uh, then we got to actually support her uh, as the Furious. So that meant we got to play as well. And uh, we did that at the Lexington just last month. So that was yeah. uh, quite a lot. Well, I mean, I love that you use the word fun because ultimately that's what, you know, it should be about as, as musicians. Uh, it is a tough industry, a difficult industry to navigate, but yeah. ultimately you want to be able to have fun, don't you? Um, yeah. Which is, is great to hear. And obviously, yeah, you know, Hammersmith Apollo, uh, just legendary venue to get to play as well. It was really special. I mean, the, the sound check was really special. We managed to kind of acclimatise with a nice yeah. big long um, sound check because uh, Bricks has been working with um, youth. So he's been producing her new album. So, uh, you know, she she was a special guest. So it wasn't just like any old support band and you're on and off. We got to have a good long yeah. sound check and then, then a, a proper um, main support slot. And everyone was so, welcoming, you know, um... Johnny Lydon and uh, and all the the killing the killing joke uh, you know youth and and jazz they're all just really welcoming yeah. and they were and, really and lovely. The, the guys in Public Image Limited as well were watching us mm. uh, you know in the Bricks Band from the side of the stage 
so that they were lovely as well. We never spoke to John Lydon. And watch, we'd be watching <laughs> their sound checks every day. You know, yeah. like, wow. The sound checks were fantastic. Yeah. He wasn't there. Was yeah, he? Well, we... But the, <laughs> he wasn't watching. doing them. But they were fantastic. The you know the the big famous ones. Yeah, and you talk about you know watching the the sound checks and obviously you know obviously keeping a keen eye on the acts of you know this kind of statue. Are, are you still at this stage you know looking to learn from you know these experiences and obviously translate you know what you see and try and bring it into you know your work? Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. I mean, you, you never stop learning, really. You never stop learning. But I, th I think if you've not um, succeeded, uh, you know, succeeded, like I got far on in the music business early on and you've gone a long time playing small venues like, like we have, it can maybe stunt you in a bit. It mm -hmm. can stunt your creativity or your ability to, to try all sorts because you're playing really crappy um, situations all the time and it's you'd start reducing let's do this it makes it easier let's not take this let's play yeah the simplest songs let's keep it all up and energized let's not try and do anything in any way that will be a problem and then yeah. you it's good to have the freedom to try and do a bit more with your set because you've got a good sound. Yeah, if you've got yeah. a sound engineer, you've, you know, got if you've got the luxury of a sound a engineer team. and a monitor engineer, and you can you can experiment more. You've got a, a, a safety net, whereas as a two-piece, just us two on a small stage, you don't have that safety we net. We are like walking on a high wire. <laughs> um, there's <laughs> yeah. absolutely no room for kind of like making huge mistakes or yeah. losing it. Yeah, yeah, and there's a lot that, you know, can be said for having big productions and you know the luxuries as you say of sound technicians and, and all that but you know ultimately you know as as a punk fans you know um you know, just it's, it's being out exactly just being out able to go out there and be yourselves is you know yeah. in many ways for for a fan watching you know just yeah, as fantastic an experience yeah. yeah that that's true but i i think we've also learned from playing to large audiences and there's something special there about reaching a lot of people and having that mass uh, communal ex you know experience where people are more prepared to let go than if they're just kind of standing around feeling inhibited if you yeah. can get past the point of everyone being you know <laughs> like standing with their beer if you can get everyone going i mean i i love that yeah. and we've increasingly become wanting to use the audience as part of our little band yeah to get them it is and give something to them it's not such a egotistical thing anymore for us it's more about we are here to kind of serve you and play the music for you so you can have a fantastic time and when you begin you're a bit more self yeah. this is my precious thing <laughs> <laughs> yeah music is that. is yeah. communal isn't it you know it, yeah, it, yeah, as, yeah. especially on the live side of things it's about bringing people together um yeah, and really. um of course you know it it's great in a whatever size venue you're in. Um, yeah. So, yeah, ex excellent. Deliver that, and we got it from Warren Woman as well. We we yes. did a tour with them in August, and wow, every single night they go out and absolutely, no matter what venue we were in, and they were quite different. Yeah, they were full on delivering. What a performance! People came away from that; they'd been they'd been through something. Yeah. So we learned from that as well. No, certainly well, another incredible band that you've, you've had the privilege of touring with. Um, and we're going to touch a bit more on the live side coming mm. up and, and some more incredible bands that you, you're going to be touring with. Um, yeah. But before then, we'll dive into 
uh, album number three, Songs from Planet Earth, out November the 11th. Um, so, of course, you know, listeners need to make sure they check that out, either stream it or preferably purchase it, which, of course, would yeah. be nice. Um, so we'll start off with Know the Score, which was one of the lead singles that, that came yeah. out from the album. Um, of course, yeah, really important message behind the song. Um, so I just wanted to ask you, you know, to just... For those listeners that perhaps are tuning in out of just pure curiosity, don't know much about the band, um, of course, you know, very um, rightfully so, you know, political kind of band, obviously, uh, and we'll touch on another single in just a moment that really goes down that avenue. Uh, yeah. But, of course, you know, know the score. What what can you, uh, you know, expand upon with, with, you know, the themes of that song? And, you know, the main question really is, you know, of course, and, you know, the answer hopefully will be obvious for everyone listening, but why is it so important for you, um, you know, to talk about uh, such things? Um, it's our lived experience and we don't generally hear people like us uh, in our culture saying what they think. So we always wanted to be in a band that said what it felt like to be women like us growing up. And the song's chorus is, every girl grows into a woman who knows the score. And it actually came about after the Sarah Everard murder at the end of the third lockdown which felt like such a betrayal because of the, the police officer involved apart from anything else it was um, a real visceral moment and we both reacted like that um, we were texting each other going you know you're watching this vigil you're watching what's going on here and um, we all felt it could have been any of us and we'd all been in those situations walking home your question I mean we we have to. There's there's no choice, I think, for us but to talk about these things, what's going on and how we feel about it. If it wasn't happening, we wouldn't be talking about it. Yeah, exactly. It's happening and we'll keep talking about it. And I mean, the, the song uh, led to us researching an organisation called Counting Dead Women. And they're on Twitter and they, I don't know what the number is now, this year, since January, are we at 80? Yeah, we when we released the song, I think it was about thirty, and then uh, by the time by we were, now it's now eighty. Every gig we 80. played, we were updating the number, yeah. and now it's, it's like in the two 80s. women a week being murdered, you know, killed. in this country at yeah. the hands of men that they can verify. Yeah, and and this they're just counting this, and then you watch what's going on in Iran with the young yeah. girls protesting, um, and being battered and beaten, and then it's like we can't really stay silent. I mean, you know, you have to. The more we talk about it and, and raise awareness, you know. Yeah, it, I mean, this is quite a privileged feminism where we're in absolutely no danger. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. But what do we do? Not talk about it yeah. at all or, yeah. or spread the message? Well, we are in danger because actually that's what we're saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Any of us are in danger. Um, we're not in danger from... Uh, yeah, I mean, most women we know, they'll, they'll you know... You, you, protesting. You, you, you still worry about coming home late at night or... Holding, yeah. you know, so, I having mean, your keys clutched in your in your fist. Yeah, yeah. It's still not. You still don't feel completely free. Will we ever feel free? I, I don't well, know. Well, we but, we yeah. realised around that time that it's very internalised growing up. Hmm. This threat that you're told as teenagers, well, you you need to get a taxi home. You can't walk. Well, it's fine for your brother, but he's your <laughs> brother. He's like, but my brother's it. It doesn't. He's all right. It's you that's not all right. And you need to do this. And and the mixed messages you get. You know, are you going to dress up? Oh, don't you? Don't want to. Wait, you're going to put some <laughs> lipstick on. You can't go out without some <laughs> lipstick on. 
but don't come home unless you're in a taxi <laughs> with so another person you know yeah. but look a bit sexier you know <laughs> so you grow up with that and we internalize it it's quite pressured you need to be yeah. looking enough sexy enough to have the society approve of you and then you also need to be watching out because society will have a go at you so it, all of that we've always been going on about yeah. this in songs but that that was a moment and it was about knowing the score we all grow up we go from girls to women knowing the score and it felt so strongly that the change needs to be not that we all adapt the change needs to be that we don't oh feel exactly <laughs> we don't, yeah we're not in the situation and it's it needs to be men, really, that that make this change. Yeah, de oh, definitely, definitely. <laughs> so we just sang "Say Her Name, Say Her Name, Say Her Name" at the end of the song because it's more than Sarah Everard; it's yeah. all women. Yeah, and point because there'll be more of them next year. Sadly, yeah, yeah, Sadly. they will. Yeah, seeing her name, seeing her name, seeing her name. When we ask people to sing it with us, and we just feel that music and art is about changing the culture if we're not saying anything that's news to anyone probably that comes in our audience people all know True. this but it's can we talk about it can we have a connection that we go away strengthened to not put up with it yeah and, um, that's how culture changes i think you have to keep spreading it out that is how culture changes, uh, yeah. And speaking as the man in the proverbial room, you know, it is, uh, yeah, it is it's supporting. You know, I'm, I'm married, and you know, my wife will go through obviously all of this, and um, you know, I think we're all learning. Supposedly, we're in a civilized society. I think obviously we're quite far from that personally, and need to make strive uh, to to improve that. Yeah, and and for men, you know, um, just calling out your friends. Uh, for their behaviour, if it's not appropriate, um, uh, you know, little things that quite often in the past would get passed off as banter or, or you know, horseplay or whatever, um, you know, it's not a lot of it's not acceptable. And you know, you you are accountable as a male, and you need to call that out, in, in my opinion. Um, and you know, I applaud you know, any band that is willing to talk about any uh, you know difficult subject in in their music. Um, I, I I wouldn't, of course, say um, controversial subject on on this song, of course, because it's something that surely everyone should agree on. Um, but you know, some of the other political elements, you know, obviously the next song I was going to touch on is uh, "Bring Down the Government." Um, yeah, you know, not, not exactly um, ambiguous with obviously the, the, the tones of the, no. the song, um, and you know, a lot of music, even even punk music yeah which has always been anti-establishment a lot of punk musicians these days almost because the industry is so difficult my opinion of it and you know I, I don't know whether you would agree is they shy away from the subjects that may turn elements of their fans away because hey we need those followers we need to sell those tickets so actually let's just be reserved in what we talk about you know so i think it's very brave um for any band to um talk about you know, the subjects that you've covered throughout your whole career and certainly on this album so um i applaud you for that this is one of the advantages of not being huge and having not, huge... we we, <laughs> <laughs> we yeah. um we did we did get told by a publishing company enr once to uh, not be so political not be so feminist less of the feminist <laughs> wow and could we be sexier we did of that yeah we did but 
you know, that's the one we I've ignored gone to. that. In fact, that's part of the one we were we just went further. <laughs> Good. <laughs> the whole point, you know, this is our life. We're not just doing it, you know, to be successful or to, I don't know. We're just doing it because we love what we do, and it's a way of, for us to express ourselves. And yeah. part of expressing ourselves is we our feel opinions. ourselves when we do this. Yeah. We feel free. We feel like who we are. We are not you know fitting in or, or trying to be a role or and that's fantastic and yeah we haven't really um succeeded <laughs> but we've done our we're leaving a body of work we're doing our thing and we feel good when we do it so and we haven't compromised we haven't way, so. so yeah and nor <laughs> should you have some records as well it is certainly always nice to sell those records and again yeah. listeners um physical records obviously would be nice yeah. you know band camp um through the band's website there's some nice um you know, bundles and everything obviously with the album release and listeners can follow the links in the bio of the podcast to get through uh and purchase those um so um, bring that the government. I, I I note as well with my research that actually the release of that song was quite fitting because I, I believe around that time a certain uh, buffoon decided to leave <laughs> leave his job. Um, so uh, I mean, what what songs do we need from you now? <laughs> <laughs> I know, and we we feel like we're bringing down prime ministers, but not the government. Yeah, yes. <laughs> but we're getting there. I think they're doing a pretty good job of bringing themselves down, to be fair. Yeah, but, they are. Yeah. They, yeah. They're not much. <laughs> <laughs> that was basically coming out of the, the pandemic and just real anger. And it's kind of like it was OK. The chorus wasn't remotely subtle. Bring down the government. Um, the, the verses were about the pandemic and coming out of it and um, wanting the COVID inquiry. We need a reckoning for all the lives is... Mm -hmm. <laughs> in verse two and we we did the, the promo around the the covid memorial wall with all the the hearts which was quite moving to see the yeah. such length of, of that yeah certainly obviously yeah, the, the pandemic has affected everyone and uh yeah that that can uh it keeps getting kicked down the line of you know the yeah. inquiry around it you know so, it, I, mean, it, it was, I mean it was the people that were just voted in because they were promising to get Brexit done that was it those were the people that we ended up having one of the worst crises of the you know the century with <laughs> them leading us it was unbelievable and I, I don't want to be in it but I mean no. I, I, I lost somebody in a nursing home and so it got very personal the, this mismanagement of that yeah no certainly um and obviously yeah sorry for your loss and, and hopefully um there will be some accountability down the yeah. line um we can only hope and pray on that one um so you know swinging it background let's let's cheer ourselves up yeah, yeah. <laughs> songs from planet earth uh, is that it's a lovely album, <laughs> yeah. it um, is a album. I, I was hoping to be um kind of optimistic with that i was looking for that but it wasn't it's not a battering you over the head no. kind of album. the subject is it is all written in that time and it's such a dark, um, it was such an intense period of our lives that felt like it wasn't ending, didn't it, for a lot of it. Um, I think the previous album's darker musically and more punishing than this one. I didn't think we needed to do that with the music. The music is more open and reaching for, you know, strength and energy with from other people. I mean, I don't think it's such a brutal listen. 
no yeah yeah i i, I could see that uh so we'll be re having our review up on... where you're coming from <laughs> i mean so... if you listen to the second one it's like <laughs> oh yeah we'll have our review up on the website this this yeah. uh this week uh it's a very very good album uh and the obviously listeners definitely need to check it out and to drill at home purchase it preferably um so for again for those inquisitive minds that have stumbled across the full pelt music dofuses uh podcast on, on youtube or wherever you're listening uh across the streaming sites um what would how would you describe in general obviously songs from planet earth for, for someone uh perhaps new to the band completely you know how would you sell that album to them well, you wrote the songs. <laughs> I'm looking at them here. There's, there's a list of them on our whiteboard here because we, we worked on them here. I think there's a lot about the... Um, there's more about the natural world. There's more about the uh, landscape that I find myself in having moved from the city to the countryside and not, you know, from our ground floor flat in London with a, a neighbour that wouldn't tolerate an acoustic guitar from the first lockdown, out to a cottage surrounded by fields and animals. That was a big change. And so the songs were written there. And there's new politics. There's an, an awareness of the fact that we're going to lose what was for me a sanctuary, but also actually was a sanctuary in Anglo-Saxon times. It was a sanctuary from the earliest centuries. and only farmed in the 19th century and I'm in a, a woods, an old woods. So I found it quite a special place and I, yeah. I wrote songs from there and then I worked on them with Baz. And I'm looking for hope and optimism with the the red kites in the sky and the the the, the, the this wonderful countryside that is you go, this is fantastic and then you go, wait a minute, this is going. We're we're losing this so there's there's more politics to be found in in the countryside and uh, yeah. <laughs> but Baz, Baz was ahead of me on this she she knew all this anyway <laughs> didn't you well i live in quite a built-up area i live on a really busy main road but i've decided my garden at the front is the only one that's not concreted over or it's not on oh, the parking. whole street it's a wow. wee oasis so i've just got hedges and all the sparrows have come there and you hear all the birds and... you walk down the street and you hear the birds at Baz's house all the delivery people are like <laughs> oh and they sort of are shocked and I'm and I'm thinking well everybody could do this but I don't know why they're just concreting over everything and I, it does does upset me when we know what's happening with the climate we know that we need trees we know we need uh, to look after our green spaces and yet people are more concerned about not cleaning or picking up leaves yeah. and artificial lawns and everything's becoming so clinical which is and, I think why they're not going to hold the leaders to account on the climate crisis because yeah. we're, we've lost the connection anyway we don't notice it or kind of care if more people had that connection they'd be angrier about this we just don't want the disruption yeah. of the protests is yeah. where when we're you know passing the point of no return so i mean i think we got political in in this respect which we were we're late to um but i have you know suddenly become more aware of it and i um I think it's a it's a hopeful album. Did you not think? Yeah, no, and that that is really important as well because uh, it's a relatable album. 
yeah. because we've all lived through you know the same experiences yeah. we, you talk yeah. of now but we obviously we need that hope uh so to have obviously have that in there um you know this just yeah. makes it more uh enjoyable i guess that yeah uh, thematically at least anyway obviously the music's very enjoyable yeah <laughs> um but yeah it's the, the lyrics have changed i see that there's more awareness of an environment of where i am um i think it's a more personal album so i think musically we're still guitar and drums and we've always mm. worked trying to bring in textures in the studio we've never all three albums we've, we've been concerned with that we've been produced by Rob Ellis on the first two from PG Harvey and we've learned a lot from him so this album we, we produced it along with Izzy in the studio Grange Farm studio she helped and she got really into it and so we, we play live and then we try and get in you know little textures mm. to keep you listening to so you can go back and there's depth to it because what we do live just isn't enough in the studio really there's no bass obviously and it's just to Vazad's yeah. percussion, which is great. Like the end of all we all we need is sanctuary. There's great timpani and gong chimes, and it's just really ringing and makes me feel, you know, of the kind of old Anglo-Saxons coming home from their long day, kind of in the woods. I was hearing all these things. It's not what you meant, but it's what I was hearing. I was, hearing, um, I was he getting the sense of this old sanctuary from what she played, and uh, and on uh, isolation days we've got a very, very quiet siren building all the way through the track. And by the end, you hear a lot of the siren. And that is just trying to bring out the the impressions of the time, which was, I'm singing, I hear no sirens calling because nothing had changed. It felt like nothing would change. It was just this weird sense of there's going to be something happening to my life. And I don't know what it is yet. Everything's perfect. It's a perfect spring, March, 2020. And then, you know, uh, somebody died and then we moved and then everything has changed for me for me anyway so <laughs> it's just like a diary yeah really. <laughs> um and, and you must obviously be you know proud of it and excited to get it out there um yeah, but yeah we're excited and yeah we're nervous. proud that we produced it ourselves it was quite nervous mm. we were quite nervous going to the studio because um, we hadn't gigged so that's a difference yeah we hadn't also I, I caught covid and we didn't have enough time to prep so when we went into the studio I, we were, i was quite underprepared which i don't like to be so yeah. i'm happy with how it's turned out and i'm proud yeah. of it we don't think it's perfect no and it's been interesting and rob said to us it's good you produce yourselves you'll learn from that yeah. and and we have we've realized some of what we didn't get you know and we might have another crack at it yeah we, you know there's quite hard to produce yourself you're playing yeah and can you stand outside of that and look at that performance and yeah. go you know can you do that again with more <laughs> such and such you just tend to go no that was that was great <laughs> i'm done <laughs> i'm me finished i think that was perfect <laughs> what do you think yeah that was yeah, great that was <laughs> on to the next one it was it was 10 days i think ideally you need like you know a couple you know 14 days or 20 days and then you can really sort of have a day off and absorb it and listen listen back. we didn't then, have time to listen it's always a problem you don't have time to listen yeah back. and that that thing if you can just do it again yeah. three days later can you go back and do that one again there's no time yeah i mean i don't think people do it much these days go into a residential situation yeah not so much oh. yeah and um, we we did it twice with uh, rob just to have that um you know start and stop time really you know just yeah. to 
it's almost like a it's not a performance but it's the the people come together they work on it it's very intense and then that's it you're done mm. yeah yeah the focus of it you know it just make, makes yeah, you focus on it focus it's yeah. the, the focus of it we don't go to you know you come away you have tea and you go back and do more yeah i love being in a residential place oh, oh, i think if you have if you're working on something at home you could just the tendency would be just work on it for months and months and months and just re-record it and re-record it but then you've got your 10 days and that's it you've got to yeah do it. but then you can go oh, god i wish i'd done that better <laughs> <laughs> but you know it's a kind of record of a record so. <laughs> yeah oh and it is out as i say on november the 11th listeners again you know need to check that one out and if they enjoy it november the 18th if you have an album launch show at yes. a venue you mentioned earlier the lexington in london great little venue um so yeah you've got a really good lineup on that bill as well um you know so you must be looking forward to that uh and you know why should again listeners come along and check out that show well uh we've got some great guests playing with us today we were rehearsing with deb gooch from my buddy valentine she's playing a couple of songs with us actually three songs with us so yeah. that's that was really she's doing three songs that was weird being in the same rehearsal with her. I just still can't, even though we've played with her and gone on the road with her, I still can't. We've of... done bricks work with her, but yeah. to have her just come and work on our stuff was special. Yeah. Uh, and we love her. She's fantastic. Um, and bricks herself is going to make a special appearance, do some backing vocals um, and Jen from Hurtling. And then we've also got Jen that's in the bricks band. And uh, my bloody Valentine. And my bloody Valentine has her own band Hurtling and they're the main support. So, that was fantastic and before then we've got where we sleep with uh, beth rettig and debbie smith in the band as well so it's a load of uh, cracking uh, female musicians are, are going to be playing and i think yeah. we're all gonna get together as well during our set at the end and stuff so and there'll yeah. be cake and there will be cake <laughs> oh wow <laughs> there you go <laughs> listeners certainly you know cake and incredible music what more could anyone want um, oh. So, yeah, no, the Lexington in London, November the 18th, obviously, yeah, please, if you can, pick up a ticket um, and go along to the show. If you cannot, there's another opportunity to catch you uh, pretty much straight away afterwards. Uh, you've got a number of shows lined up with another great band who we've had on this podcast um, quite a while back now, um, uh, Skinny Lister. Um, so, uh, obviously, you know, really always... Important always a great night with skinny lister and yeah. obviously it's going to be doubly as great with do Cruises on there yeah. as well so again yeah you must be really excited for that one very i think that will be we'll have done our album release we've done yeah. our album launch then we're going to party with skinny lister yeah <laughs> <laughs> i am really looking forward to that yeah Excellent. Those, um, the first one's in bournemouth isn't it yeah and then nottingham 23rd is that right yeah nottingham what are the other two we should know uh, Milton Keynes, yeah. I believe, maybe one. Milton Keynes and Crawford Arms. Where's that? Milton Keynes. <laughs> <laughs> Milton Keynes one. Okay, well, there's one more. Nottingham, well, Nottingham Rescue Room. Yeah, it's all on the website anyway. Sorry, <laughs> it is. Yep, listeners, it is on our website, and uh, you can obviously click on the link in the bio of the podcast to get to the website to <laughs> so check out where the band are uh, playing. Another way to do so, we've reached the portion of the podcast where I highlight for everyone your social media handles, because of course that's how we all stay in touch with each other these days. Um, and yours, um, I love because it makes my life easier when the band has the same handle for all of the different social media channels um and it's even easier when it's actually the band's name so again the links will be in the bio uh it's do 
Furiouses, and I hope I pronounced that correctly. That's how I say it in my head. <laughs> anyway, yeah, but it doesn't. You, you don't pronounce the last S. It's the Furious. The Furious. Yeah. There the we Furious. go. <laughs> um, <laughs> I say Glaswegian. So she's <laughs> whatever works. Whatever you like. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's one for the listeners to decide on, but it's spelt the same way regardless. It's in the link yes. in the bio, and obviously listeners can come through to the, the social media channels. Um, so you mentioned quite a few really great independent music venues, uh, Crawford Arms, Rescue Rooms, Lexington. Um, we've got Independent Venue Week coming up. So at the moment we're asking all of the artists uh, that feature on our various podcasts uh, just to give a shout-out to... Um, the music venue independent venue that they would just like to put the spotlight on and there may be more than one um so don't feel you have to be limited to one um but we're going to put a little package together uh, around the release uh, or around the time of uh, independent venue week um so yeah who would you like to give this shout out to hmm, well I, I was thinking of la pub but i think they've already they've won <laughs> <laughs> we did a lot of wee, uh, great wee venues with the Warren Women Tour. Yeah. Which yeah. one? The one upstairs. Um, what city? Oh, I can't remember. I should have written it. What was the tiny venue we played? Yeah. Paradiddles. Paradiddles. Mm. Yeah. Not heard of that one. We can only say one, can we? Your Paradiddles was like the smallest venue we've ever played. I don't know how War on Women did it, but it they was... couldn't get the whole band on the stage. Yeah, it was like <laughs> all you could have on the stage was the drum kit. Yeah, wow. It was narrowest, smallest room, but it was a great night. Still, it was <laughs> a great <laughs> night. It was well it was packed, yeah. but people were coming in and out, and the you know the outside was packed, and because the actual venue was minute, it was the smallest room. Uh, so who are we going else? for then? It's, it's only one we're allowed, isn't it? You you can give multiple if you've got multiple that if you can't decide, you know, because there are so many great independent venues out there. Yeah, well, we've always had good gigs at the Lexington, so we have we have to say the Lexington. Well, we've been there. Le this is our third time this year because and we did um, Warren Woman and then we did Bricks and now we're doing our own gigs. We seem to have moved in. The pub in Newport so, always, like Sam always looks after all the bands. Yeah, and it's been brilliant. So we always look forward to the pub. Yeah. Yeah, no, fantastic. Uh, yeah, where would we be without these great independent venues? Yeah. Uh, everyone's struggling at the moment, of course, cost of living, et cetera, et cetera. But, you know, the ecosystem of the music industry relies on these venues. So, you know, hopefully listeners, um, you know, when they get to hear all these names, they'll, they'll pop along and check some of them out. That's the aim of it anyway. Um, so speaking of popping along, checking out, um, you know, you may not be able to announce anything just yet for, for various reasons, but, you know, um, obviously your fans can't pop along to any of the shows we've just mentioned. You know, can they expect, obviously, an opportunity to catch you on the road uh, in, in the new year, perhaps? Yeah. Well, that, that's the plan. I mean, we want to get out as much as possible. Um, yeah, we can't announce anything yet, but, yeah, just keep an eye on the on the socials. And uh, Yeah, I mean, yeah, we've, we've been very keen to support people um, and get around the country um, it's obviously a difficult thing to do at the moment to to have gigs booked and have them not cancelled um, <laughs> due to poor advanced sales um, yeah. it's difficult for everybody and uh, that's why I think there's a lot of people trying to get supports with whoever can work it 
Yeah. <laughs> because it's, it's very difficult. Warren women find it difficult. And uh, so, you know, there's a few things in the offing that we're hoping that we'll get. Excellent. Well, it's all about those social handles, listeners, as we say. Um, obviously, make sure you follow the band so you can stay up to date with everything coming from them. Uh, and obviously, check out Songs from Planet Earth on November the 11th. Um, thank you both for joining me. It's been an absolute pleasure you know, chatting with you. Um, we've really enjoyed the album. Again, encourage listeners uh, to check that one out. What would be your final message today for the people listening to the podcast? you just said earlier actually i think it's really important what you're doing you know podcasts like yourself encouraging people to go out um i think maybe we got kind of into the habit of staying in during covid and not not making i mean i know everyone's skint at the moment but it's such a different experience when you go and watch live music however good an album is or however good a video is or whatever go out and connect it's with the bands listen so to it energizing yeah. the, the experience you know it's like emotionally energizing yeah. you feel re and you connect with you connect we connect with the with the people that come they become friends and yeah we'll like be to, stronger we like together to, can't you like, to talk to people and it's it's in danger yes yeah. in danger so yeah just get out there and watch kind of have to fight about. for it a wee bit at, at, at the moment and we're and don't watch these tribute bands actually all <laughs> <laughs> <Poor> tribute bands <laughs> you know it's yeah. like all these cover bands and tribute bands and i just don't see the point of them oh, i'm sorry if i'm offending anybody but no i do agree but, with you on that but go and support original well, music the, you know? the music that they are covering was once original music that people supported so let's get back to that to being creative don't get out of your comfort zone a bit and go and see what you can discover there's so many good bands so many good bands um and so many great venues go out and support them yeah excellent i can't think of a better final message um other, other than again to drill at home songs <laughs> from planet earth uh, november the 11th um everyone please do uh check that one out well thank you everyone for listening i really do hope you enjoyed that chat there with do furious make sure you check out their album songs from planet earth out on november the 11th and of course follow the band on social media you can also follow full pelt on social media we're on facebook at full pelt and on twitter and instagram at full pelt music and finally if you would please do hit that like button hit that subscribe button wherever you're watching or listening and we'll be back very soon for another episode of the Full Pelt Music Podcast.